I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. What is the point of commonality between a cassette tape, a typewriter, and a classic wired telephone? Actually, there are two. Not only that, all of them went the way of the dodo when better, beastly technologies burst onto the scene, but also in the heyday, it would have been quite hard to imagine that something like, say, a cassette tape will almost go extinct in the future. Now, a secretive hardware company called Humane is also pitching a similarly hard-to-believe future where. A beloved smartphones, arguably the most popular consumer technology ever to exist on Earth, might as well meet the same fate as the tapes and typewriters. A post-smartphone world. Hmm. How does it sound? Founded by husband-wife duo Imran Chaudhary and Bethany Bongiorno in 2018, Humane would have launched its first device, the Humane AI Pen, by the time you'd listen to this podcast. and it has been touted as a smartphone without a screen but i think this comparison is a little improper because a pen is more of a wearable ai assistant than a smartphone but in spite of it the pen poses a real threat to the smartphone makers for it seeks to entirely automate whatever we use smartphones for how so well according to the verge humane spin is an ai powered voice device that comes in the shape of a square and magnetically sticks onto your clothes and while it sits pretty clipped on your shirt you can take it wherever you want and from what we've seen so far it can do a lot of things you want to make a call sure ask the ai pin to dial up the number you want to inquire if you should go to trekking in kasol in solan in peak monsoon don't bother with google or chat gpt the ai pin will speak out the risks for you and you can even ask the pin to summarize your emails and it'll project the summary onto your hands with a little help from its green laser projector so you see how the pin stands to eliminate screens because all you're doing is actually chatting up with an ai assistant that you're wearing on your shirt and this particular pin comes for 699 dollars almost the cost of an iphone and if it takes off it will be good news for ai companies which have been struggling so far to make money out of ai models Since it's been quite some time since we saw any new innovations in smartphones, the time is ripe for a new consumer technology. And as a person who got her first smartphone in her formative teenage years and has had a fair bit of struggles with internet addiction, I will be cheering from the sidelines for any tech which promises to restore my collapsing attention span. That is human's promise. After all, no screens, no distraction. But over the years we've also learned that every dream that techies sell us come with terms and conditions attached. You might not be endlessly scrolling to the bottom of the internet, but isn't it a fair possibility that you might be endlessly talking to the pin? And AI has not yet overcome its hallucination problem. But for what it's worth, a screenless world sounds too romantic to be cynical about. Time magazine called the human AI pin one of the best inventions of 2024. And did I mention that the owners of Time are humans investors as well? Well, that's another story for another day. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury and this is the deep dive for 10th November 2023. 
fireworks, matches, and a century. No, we're not talking about India at the World Cup. We are talking about Sivakasi. Sivakasi, a small industrial town in Tamil Nadu, is the hub of the 6,000 crore rupees worth firework and match production in India. And this year, the industry turns a hundred. Sivakasi's first fireworks and matchsticks company, National Matchworks, was established way back in 1923. Soon, the industry exploded and the region's economy boomed. And as of today, according to P. Ganesan, who is the president of the Tamil Nadu Fireworks and Amosis Manufacturers Association, the small town in Tamil Nadu accounts for around 95% of India's fireworks industry. With over 1,000 factories established and 8 lakh people employed both directly and indirectly. And this year, a curb by the government on low-cost Chinese imports has made the demand for domestic crackers skyrocket. So much so that the stock of certain factories in Sivakasi has been completely depleted. But it's not all sparks and glitter. Hidden behind the soaring demand is a fog of pollution and plummeting production capacity. Let me explain. Sivakasi was originally chosen for fireworks manufacturing due to its hot and dry climate, which was a necessity for mixing the combustible chemicals. That also came with arid land and an eager workforce. As the units expanded over the years, the strength of the workforce stayed the same. And now after years of workplace disasters, hazardous chemical exposure and rampant child labour, there is a stark labour shortage with most factories running at only 60% capacity. More recently, in 2018, the Supreme Court announced a ban on generic fireworks, allowing only green crackers that don't contain barium nitrate and aluminium. Meaning, crackers now can release only non-toxic chemicals, less particulate matter and more dust suppressants. Now, this was a welcome move to pretty much everyone who has ever stepped outside in winters. And over the years, several states have also banned the sale of fireworks around festive seasons to curb the visibly terrible EQI. But of course, this has been a big blow to the manufacturers. Barium nitrate makes up about 50% of all crackers produced in Sivakasi and it's by far the safest oxidizer, which is basically the chemical that sets the fire. And alternatives have proven to be more expensive, dangerous and less efficient. Additionally, they have also pulled up production costs and time as well as reduced shelf life and margins. In fact, Delhi's cracker ban this year alone is expected to cost the industry around rupees 450 crores in sales. Adding to this, there are also unregulated units that are popping up to meet the Diwali demand for crackers with dangerous counterfeits, eating into official sales. But after a century, Sivakasi appears to be changing its stance to deal with these oncoming changes. Kanesan, who we quoted earlier, told Mint that the industry has reduced emissions by 30% since the judgment, which is a step higher than the 20% mandate. Manufacturers have also been investing in research and development to produce eco-friendly chemicals and innovative products like Ayan Fireworks Mega Peacock, which is a fountain firework that burns in the pattern of a moving fan. Fireworks from Sivakasi are also an established name in the global market with regular requests coming from Poland and Russia. The only reason companies have not expanded abroad yet is due to logistic issues and good old Indian-Chinese competition. There's also been heavy investment in automation to make up for the lack of labor and to avoid exposure to hazardous situations. But when you're working with gunpowder and explosives, every step comes with a barrier of red tape. Each piece of machinery has to be custom-made and approved. But this has also given them a jump start in expansion. As pollution levels go higher than ever, many manufacturers hope to diversify and make use of the government's Make in India campaign to find a niche in the defense sector.
And before we sign off for the week, here is a third segment, one last thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. Now, since you're heading off to the Diwali weekend, I got one question for you. If you are an employee of an organization, what did you get for this year's Diwali bonus? Some extra cash? Big bazaar vouchers? Perhaps a box of chocolates? Oh wait, maybe your boss got away with a packet of son papri. If yes, then we are here to make you a tad bit jealous. P. Sivakumar, the owner of a tea estate in Tamil Nadu, gifted 15 of his employees a Royal Enfield bike worth Rs. 2 lakh. As reported by News 18, the lucky employees included Sivakumar's manager, supervisor, storekeeper, cashier, field staff as well as drivers. And not only did he hand over the keys to the new bike, the tea estate owner also rode with his employees for a cool Instagram video. Man, I am touched. And really jealous. Now, before we wrap up, a quick announcement for our listeners. The Signal Daily team is taking a short break to celebrate Diwali next week. So there won't be new episodes from Monday to Thursday. But don't worry, we'll be replugging some of our timeless stories from the archives during that time. And for the Tectonic Shift fans, the season finale will drop on the 18th of November next week. We know you'll miss us while we're gone. We'll also miss bringing you the jazziest stories from the world of biz and tech. But before you know it, we'll be back with a fresh episode of The Signal Daily next Friday. Until then, happy Diwali to everybody. Stay safe and keep checking the feed for those classic replays you know and love. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So send us your feedback at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anup Semwal. Edited by Dinesh Narayanan and Soumya Gupta. Produced by Manaswini. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. <laughs>